Hello everyone, this is the Bill Montgomery Show. Hope you're having a beautiful Sunday. It is March the 7th, 2020. And today is the first day we spring forward with the time. I always do not like that. I'm usually, we'll see about this year, usually I do not like when I, when we spring forward in time. I like it when we fall back because it gives you an extra hour. I know some people like it when it springs forward because it, you get more daylight. But um, I think it all really depends on how early you get up in the morning. If you get up early enough to get all your stuff done, then it really doesn't matter which way or the other. So I think it's really up to you, up to you getting up and getting your stuff done. And, and then the hour you lose, when you spring forward, you really don't notice. Um, I was watching basketball the other day, and I'm a basketball fan. I like basketball. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, everyone likes basketball and baseball and football. Um, you know, almost everyone watches those sports in America. Um, I'm not a huge hockey fan. Maybe, you know, I have no... I didn't grow up with anyone playing hockey or there was no ice rink around where I live to play hockey. And I really don't understand the minutia of hockey, per se. If there is a lot of strategy to it or if there's not, I don't know. Um, but I watch it occasionally. Golf is a sport. I sometimes get into and then I fall out of, and when I say that, I mean watching on TV. Um, I don't play golf, but sometimes I watch it on TV and it's interesting. Uh, women's golf I like. I think it's, I think the women players are getting a lot, they seem to be getting a lot better, almost as good as the men now when it comes to golf, especially the Asian invasion on the LPGA, um, players from Korea, Japan, and Thailand, and Taiwan, they're just amazing golf golfers. Um, NASCAR, you know, NASCAR, they've kind of ruined NASCAR. Whoever was in charge of NASCAR, and they put in this playoff, and it's just absurd. I just like it. You know, whoever wins the most races, whoever finishes the best, wins the championship. I don't like this playoff nonsense. Um, and, you know, they switched it to where all, most of the races are on cable. And that's when I kind of got out of it. Um, what other sports are there? Soccer. I'm not... I'm not a big soccer fan. I didn't grow up with soccer. I don't really get it. Um, but I know people overseas are just nuts about it. So that's one thing. 
But I was watching basketball the other day, and I was wanting to talk about my 10 greatest basketball players of all time. Okay, I grew up watching basketball, I would say, in the late, late, late 80s, early 90s, mid-90s, late 90s. That's when I really was watching basketball a lot. And I think the greatest player of all time has to be Michael Jordan. You know, there's no doubt about it. What he did on a basketball court was just insane. He just made himself so good that he became the greatest. He was born with, you know, great talent. But he worked so hard at it, he became the greatest basketball player of all time. And I don't think anyone can dispute that. You know, in the future, people will probably dispute it because they don't hadn't didn't grow up with Jordan and they are not as familiar with him. But if you grew up during the era of Jordan... There's no way anyone can say that Jordan isn't the greatest player of all time. I mean, he was just amazing. Okay, my second greatest player of all time is Carl Malone. The power forward for the Utah Jazz. Um, he was a great scorer. He was also a great rebounder. He was physical, but he could hit the mid-range jumper when he needed to. And he was just, you know, one year he averaged, I think, 35 points. And he was a great player. He had a great coach. And when you talk about Malone, you have to talk about John Stockton, too, you know. Stockton to Malone was a great combo in NBA history. John Stockton was one of the greatest point guards of all time. He leads the NBA in assists and steals. So that's pretty amazing. But Carl Malone, he was an amazing player. He played in many playoffs. He got to the finals once or twice. But lost against Jordan, I think, Mike, uh, the Bulls. But he just was a great scorer. He's a great rebounder. I think he's number two or three in points in NBA history. And he's, like, close to the top in rebounds in NBA history. I think he made a mistake when he left the Jazz and went to chase a trophy, a championship in L.A. I think that was a big mistake because, you know, he needed to finish his career in Utah. He needed to stay true to the Jazz, and he didn't. And he thought, oh, I'll go with the Lakers and I'll finally win a championship. And, of course, they didn't win one. You know, they weren't even very good that year. I don't know if they even made the playoffs. And But if he would have stuck with the Jazz, I think he would have ended his career. 
as the NBA NBA's greatest scorer and greatest rebounder. And I think he would have been even more thought of as one of the greatest of all time. Even though he is thought of as one of the greatest, he would be even more so up there. My next is Larry Bird. I didn't watch a ton of Larry Bird because I didn't get into basketball until Larry Bird, basically his career was over. But I still lived in that area of the 80, era of the 80s that, you know, everyone knows Larry Bird. He was one of the greatest players of all time. Without question, he led the Boston Celtics to multiple championships. He was one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. He was one of the great passers. He was one of the great trash talkers. He was one of the great defenders. He just was a genius when it came to basketball. You know, he was a basketball genius. Um... The next is Michael Magic Johnson. And Magic Johnson, when you talk about Bird, I always have to talk about Johnson too. Because they went against each other. They were rivals. They were, um, I guess you could say, they admired each other's game. And, you know, Magic Johnson, he was another genius with the basketball. You know, there's a lot of great basketball players in NBA history, but there's very few geniuses of basketball. People that have mastered the game where they can manipulate it, where they can change it, where they can become greater than where they ascend the game and take it to a new level. And I think that's what Magic Johnson and Larry Bird did. Magic was won multiple championships. He won time. At one point of time, he led the NBA in assist all time. Before Stockton took that record. And he led the Lakers. And it was showtime. And it was just uh, an integral part of culture in the 1980s. was the Lakers and Magic. And he was a great assist player. He was a great point guard. He was, he was very, he was 6'7". And for a point guard, that's very unusual to be that tall. Especially back then. But even still today. And Magic Johnson, he was a genius of the game. My next is Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons. Hall of Famer. Won two championships. Won a championship at Indiana with Bobby Knight. Uh, in college. He was just a great basketball player. He was determined. He was a fighter. He was fierce. He was relentless. 
Um, he made the Detroit Pistons a household name. <laughs> and he was, he was, and when you talk about Isaiah, you have to talk about the bad boys. You know, that era, I think it was 89, 90, somewhere late 80s, 90, 91, somewhere like that, where the Detroit Pistons were called the bad boys. And it was just a great era of basketball. The bad boys, they were, you know, they every person on the team was a personality, you know. It was, it was really more than just a basketball team. Well, it was it was the quintessential basketball team. You know, nowadays all the teams have stars, and it's not a team. And I think that's really hurt the NBA. That you know, you teams go out and they get two or three superstars and they win a championship. And the other guys on the team, you have no idea who they are. And I think that kind of makes it boring. But with the Detroit Pistons, you had Vinnie Johnson, Bill Lambeer, Rodman, um, John Sally. Um, oh, man. Who else? Just a cornucopia of characters. And they all had their nicknames. You know, Vinnie Johnson was the worm. Or uh, Rodman, I can't remember all of them, but they all had nicknames. It was just so much fun, and they were so tough and bad. That's why they called them the bad boys. And they were dirty, but not in a way that made you hate them. But they were dirty in the sense that they would just fight and fight and fight and never give up. And so when I talk about Isaiah Thomas, I have to talk about the bad boys. The next is Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, when I knew him, he played for the Suns and later the Houston Rockets. And he was uh, he was kind of a big, fat guy. And he was kind of a jerk. Uh, but he wasn't, a, you know, he wasn't a jerk on purpose. Like, he wasn't trying to be a jerk. He's just being authentic, you know. He he wasn't trying to kiss everyone's butt. And that made it okay. You know, he was just being honest with people. And I know, I didn't watch him play with the 76ers, but I know he was known as the, the uh, big round of rebound, something like that. And he was just... A big guy that could post well, block out, rebound, and then he learned to shoot a th the three pretty good. And he was just a great player. And he was a great rebounder, especially at the end of his career with the Rockets. He, I think he led the league in rebounding. He was Olympian. And he just was, he never won a championship, which is sad. Because I thought he just always deserved a championship. You know, I think that would have been good. 
would have been good to see him win. But he never won a championship. But, you know, he was a great player. And he was a champion. You know, just because you don't win a championship doesn't mean you're a champion. Um, so, okay, the next one. Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem the Dream. One of my favorite players of all time. Not the favorite. Probably my second favorite player of all time. Um, he was just amazing. He was one of those guys who ascended basketball in a sense with his skill he was so talented he was a genius of basketball and he was a big guy he was a seven foot center but he could do you know pass he could block he could score he could rebound he could do anything and he just crafted he mastered the craft of basketball and he was just an astounding basketball player he was a great offensive player. He was a great defensive player. And um, he was just all around great. And he was a great uh, shot blocker. You know, he averaged like four blocks a game one season. A great rebounder. A great scorer. Won two championships with the Rockets. You know, did... These crazy moves for a big man that you don't see very much. You know, he would fake pass. He would, you know, do really cool things um, on the floor. Okay, and he was called Hakeem the Dream. Because most big men cannot do what he did. He was one of the truly greats. And one of my favorites because he just was... A champion, he won a championship, he was an MVP, he was an all-star MVP, I think. He was defensive player of the year. He, you know, he was, he never said anything, so you really didn't have an opinion of a, a personality. But he just, <clears throat> his opinion, his personality was his game. And that's what made him one of my favorites. Okay, the next is Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller of the Indiana Pacers was my favorite basketball player of all time because he played with a killer instinct. He never backed down. He played a super long career, you know, almost 20 years maybe, I think, with the all with the same team. He never abandoned the Pacers to go look, you know, chase for championships. He went to the playoffs multiple times. The finals multiple times. He was an amazing three-point shooter. I mean, he was the first great three-point shooter, I think. Nowadays, you have Curry and Harden and Everyone shooting a three. Durant. But Reggie Miller was the first great three-point shooter where his game was, you know, getting away from his defender and shooting the three. And that's what made him great. And he had this killer attitude. Never die. And his he had this... He never backed down. And he was... 
like um, he wasn't a showboater, but he did have this supreme confidence, I guess you could say. Uh, and, you know, it always takes me back to my favorite basketball moment. And that's when the Knicks and the Pacers were in the playoffs. And the Knicks were up by a huge margin. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't remember. But it was like three or four scores. Okay? And there were only like seconds left on the clock. And the Knicks were already celebrating the win. And it was the funniest thing. The Knicks were celebrating the victory against the Pacers. And the game wasn't even over. And uh, and Med Reggie shoots a three, makes it. Steals the inbound pass. Shoots another three, makes it. And then I think he... <clears throat> you can Google this. I don't know if I got it exactly right. But he steals the impasse in the pass in again, shoots another three, and wins the game. And the Knicks were like, they were like, what happened? <laughs> they couldn't process it. And, then <laughs> and so in the last few seconds, down by nine or so, Reggie Miller single-handedly defeats the Knicks. And the Knicks were like completely stunned. And it was one of the greatest moments in NBA history. And my favorite moment in NBA history. <sighs> and I also like that Reggie Miller, um, he had this feud against um, this, this... Oh, you know, the movie director. What's his name? Spike Lee. Spike Lee is a big Knicks fan. And he always sits courtside at the Knicks. Well, Spike or Reggie, one of the two, got jabbing at one of You know, talking trash to one another. And, you know, Spike, he's a little runt. You know, he's he's a complete jerk. I mean... No, well, I shouldn't say that. That's, I should. That, that's not right of me. But you know, he just seems like just a, just a, a know-it-all, and you know, he thinks he's better than everyone else. I guess you could say. And <laughs> Spike Lee and Reggie got into it, and this is while Reggie's on the court playing the game, and then Spike is trash talking him and Reggie's trash talking him so Reggie goes off and scores a bunch of three pointers and then makes the and then makes the choke sign with his hands around his neck to Spike because the Knicks had choked and he had choked Spike had choked and Reggie just completely destroyed the Knicks and Spike Lee and it was awesome Spike Lee's such a little jackass. But anyway, <laughs> uh, my next favorite player is Bill Lambeer. Okay, uh, he was one of the bad boys. And he was uh, a great 
basketball player. He wasn't great in the sense like Hakeem was great or, you know, one of the, you know, one of the big men, Carl Malone. But he was just like nasty and dirty. And uh, I'm, I'm not thinking of the right words. He wasn't nasty or dirty, but he just, you know, was a relentless fighter in the basketball court. And it was just a great thing for him. He never backed down. He just was what basketball used to be. You know, he was one of those great, gritty players that made the other team hate him. And now basketball is so wimpy and so soft and so feminine. and It's, it's completely queer now. But back then... Basketball was manly, and Bill Lambeer was the manliest of all the men, and that's why I loved him. Okay, let's see here. What's another? Oh, okay, Patrick Ewing. He was one of them. He wasn't one of my favorite players. He always seemed like a jackass, and he never won a championship. But I know that at least he made the Knicks good. And ever since Patrick Ewing's been gone, the Knicks have been horrible. So, I'm not putting him on the list just because he made the Pat, the Knicks good. So, Patrick Ewing was a great Hall of Fame player. Good scorer, good rebounder, blocked shots. One of, the, one of the best centers of all time. Not one of my favorite players, but I'm not putting him on here because... He made the Knicks good, and they're horrible now. So, okay, that's been my top 10 NBA players of all time. This is Bill Montgomery signing off.